0: Hello and welcome to the Wheel of Crime podcast, the podcast where two ladies play games, mumble profanities, and laugh way too often. Listener discretion is advised. so loud. (laughs) R.I.P. everybody's ears. (laughs) Sup, dogs. And cats, okay? Sup, cats. We're all-inclusive, okay? (laughs) We're an all-inclusive podcast. An
1: all-inclusive resort. (laughs) That's where we should go next
0: sure (laughs) (laughs) but my name is emily
1: my name is jen
0: and together we are the real of crime podcast
1: thanks for listening
0: yeah so uh, thanks
1: in advance
0: yeah 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 so
1: today is actually a day against zero or what is the date
0: it is the day of zero discrimination.
1: It's zero discrimination day. That's what today is.
0: I think so. I didn't check my calendar, but I'm pretty sure that's what it says.
1: That's what today is. Okay. I declare it.
0: I declare it. If it isn't already, I am making it today. Yes. All right. Uh, well, what did you do this last week?
1: I worked. And... Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like I
0: had kind of an event. Un- event. Oh my god, I'm so tired.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I had kind of an un- event. I can't speak.
0: A- kind of an uneventful week. Yeah,
1: but. <laughs> I don't know. I went and saw. Isn't this romantic?
0: Ooh, what'd you think?
1: You know, i <laughs> to see that in like an hour so I mean
0: I here. was waiting I was like I really hope she gives a real good opinion I could laugh about later
1: <laughs> I'm mean, gonna actually think the opposite I'm gonna
0: throw you under the bus so fast <laughs> no we're gonna see that tonight <laughs> uh, my week's been pretty low key too I've just been catching up on RuPaul's drag race so that's been doing weird <sighs> things to my brain my anytime somebody says something to me I'm like alright but don't fuck it up <laughs>
1: It's time to lip sync
0: for For your life! life.
1: (laughs) I iconic. I don't even know what else to say, but that's iconic.
0: I love it. I don't know what it is. Everything about it. It's just so nice. So beautiful. Well not really nice. It's very dramatic.
1: But should we spin our question wheel?
0: Yeah. Should we explain our new format or should we just roll around with it?
1: You explain while I spin.
0: Okay, we're doing two questions in the middle and the two at the end to make a nice wheel sandwich.
1: All right, so... As as
0: the birds panic.
1: Mine says, what's your most recent Google search?
0: Oh, right. I got to go get my phone. Ow! Okay, let's,
1: let's look. Mine is... Okay, the last Google search I had... On my laptop was Cap Rouge, Quebec City, which is a little uh, hint for the story I'm going to talk about. And the last thing I googled on my phone was jokes about crime. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's see. The last thing I googled on my iPad, which I also use for work, is wimis. <laughs> you need a reminder every now and again but the last thing i googled on my phone was season nine rupaul cast (laughs) and we were
1: discussing it and before before that earlier was
0: tennessee whiskey lyrics
1: (laughs) (laughs) yep that that sounds
0: about right we're fun
1: My last thing before um, Crime Jokes was Gaga Pizzeria and Hope for Wildlife Season (laughs) 5.
0: We have such great tastes. What is the best type of cheese? Oh, this is hard. Mozzarella. No, actually... That mozzarella, that cheese we had when we were in Amsterdam, it was like
1: old Amsterdam. Is what it was it called,
0: or called old Amsterdam? But I'm pretty sure it was Gouda.
1: It was a Gouda. If <sighs> <laughs> you guys could see her face, if I could
0: have smuggled like ten cheese wheels in my backpack that already didn't have enough room for what I had packed, <laughs> I would have done it. I
1: know
0: you would. Al. I would have declared that at the airport so fast.
1: Except for the fact that we had to go through like ten more airports, and that would have been a literal nightmare. Uh,
0: I would have eaten it before we even got there. <laughs>
1: Just on the plane,
0: literal wheels of cheese.
1: Oh my god, you, that would have been terrible for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You'd be like this bitch.
1: <laughs> like ten wheels of cheese. Now yeah, I gotta. Yeah, this in is the same bed with her. <laughs>
0: After she ate a million blocks of cheese. Fuck my life. <laughs> mm-hmm. You'd love me week anyway, though, and I wouldn't even share. True. <sighs> Don't get between me and cheese. Mozzarella, though. Yeah, but this week it's hate crimes. Um, Are you wanting to start or should I start?
1: Sure, I'll take her away. Ooh. <laughs> Alexandre Bison- Bisonette. That's hey, talking. you didn't even
0: talk about your favorite kind of cheese.
1: Mozzarella.
0: Oh, yeah, you did say that. Okay, now continue. Now
1: we're talking about Alexandre <laughs> Bisonet, B- Bison.
0: Bison. Alexander Bisonette. Bison. B- brisket. Alexander Brisket.
1: Alexander Brisket was born a twin <laughs> on 1989 and is the son of Manon Marchand and Raymond...
0: By Ooh, hang on. I, f- I forgot to do our uh, description.
1: Oh, okay. Go ahead. <laughs>
0: it's-, <laughs> it's okay. I only interrupted you in the first two, two sentences. I'll be fast. A hate crime, <laughs> <laughs> also known as a bias-motivated crime or bias crime, is a... Uh, Prejudiced, motivated crime which occurs when a perpetrator targets a victim because of his or her membership or perceived membership in a certain social group or race. Examples of such groups can include and are almost exclusively limited to sex, ethnicity, disability, language, nationality, physical appearance, religion, gender identity, or sexual orientation. Non-criminal actions that are motivated by these reasons are often called bias incidences. Hate crime generally refers to criminal acts which are seen to have been motivated by bias against one or more of the social groups listed above or by bias against their derivatives. Incidences may involve physical assault, damaged property, bullying, harassment, verbal abuse, or insult, mate crime, or offensive graffiti or letters, also known as hate mail. Yeah, you're, what she said. You're free to continue.
1: Okay, so <laughs> Alexandre... Biscuit.
0: Alexander Brisket, yep.
1: Yeah, Alexander Brisket. I know his name is Bisonette, but we're just going to refer to him as Alexandre Brisket from this... From Alexandre,
0: Alexandre Brisket.
1: <laughs> Alexandre Brisket. He grew up in Cap Rouge, which was in my Google searches, I <laughs> didn't know where that was.
0: Ironic. Next, you'll talk about Whemis.
1: It was. <laughs> it is a former city in central Quebec, Canada. So, Neighbors said that his father and mother were both present in his life and were model parents, adding that they had never had a problem with either him or his twin brother. So, Brisket went on to study political science and was a student at University Laval in Quebec City. According to his father, he was one course away from graduating with a bachelor's degree, but... Alexandre Brisket said, "Uh uh-uh, pops. And he said that he dropped out. Not today. Brisket out. (laughs) I'm feeling spicy. I don't know.
0: I was going to (laughs) say.
1: So Brisket worked at Hema, Quebec, which manages the province's blood supply. However, he was allegedly on a three-week sick leave after getting blasted by his boss for asking for time off for a university exam. He had an altercation with a co-worker at his workplace in May of 2016. But other than this workplace incident, he was not known to the police and had no court records and other than traffic violations. So, 29-year-old... Brisket shared an apartment with his twin brother, which was six kilometers away from their parents' home. But he often slept at his parents' house on the weekends. He and his father, Raymond, sometimes went to a shooting range together, and a uh, police analysis of his computer found that he and his father exchanged emails about his young, the younger. Bison, sorry, I was going to say briskets, but bison <laughs> medication, and about issues related to Muslims. His father at one point sent a long message about the conversation or the conversion of Islam of several people who worked for the CIA. So they were crazy. <laughs> <laughs> a, a close friend said the said that uh, brisket was. Often worried about what his parents thought of him. Mm-hmm. And when a witness suggested the father had contributed to the education of him, Justice Hoyt intervened, describing Bisonet's parents as collateral victims of what was to come. Um. Uh, Bisonet's father told police the that his son spent leisure time with his brother and five longtime friends and asked if he had a girlfriend. The father said no, adding that his son had trouble meeting people and had a low self-esteem. Okay. But overall, most people who like saw and knew Alexandre as a happy-go-lucky millennial boasting about his carbonate pasta on his blog which he posted a lot online.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Former acquaintances say that he was a super big introvert and that sometimes he was bullied at school. Okay. Um, Now, to kind of set the climate of this hate crime. Right. Because that's what we're talking about.
0: I was going to say, how does a guy who blogs about Carbonara pasta tie into this?
1: So to set the climate, we need to travel back to 2016 when this... Crime took place. Okay, in,
0: time time travel. And
1: when Trump's travel ban had just gone in place. So uh, I'm sure a lot of you know Trump put a travel ban on mostly Muslim countries. Right. And it was this whole thing. Not going to get into that political situation. It, and it's a I thing. It's
0: a thing that happened in 2016.
1: Yeah. So hateful speech was rampant online and in the media that summer um, because of All the Trump stuff. And then also in a small town outside of Quebec City, they rejected a proposal to build a Muslim-run cemetery. So that was like a big issue near where he was living at the time. Mm -hmm. So all of this leads us to January 29th,
0: 2017.
1: Okay. At 7.37 p.m. on that day, Alexandre Brisket... (laughs) was just another customer buying a drink at a local store. Seventeen minutes later he walked up to a mosque five hundred meters away and started his carnage. According to witnesses at the scene, he entered the mosque shortly after the scheduled seven thirty PM prayers began, wearing either a hood or a ski mask. At about seven fifty five PM, he first began or when the first Calls to the police were made, he began shooting at the worshippers lingering in the mosque after the prayer. A witness said the attacker, Brisket, right. uh, walked into the mosque after the evening prayer and started shooting anything that moved and left after emptying his weapon.
0: What a psychopath.
1: Security footage, or security camera footage showed him to be a cold-blooded killer, in some cases executing men with point-blank gunshots to the head. Fourteen minutes after the rampage was over, he cried repeatedly in a call to 911. Alternately uh, suicidal and afraid the police would kill him, he also wondered aloud whether he had just killed anybody. During a three-hour police in- interrogation the next morning, Biscuit appeared delusional, suggesting... I was going to say, he
0: sounds insane. It, oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're <kidding laughs> you. we not even there yet.
1: <laughs> Biscuit uh, appeared delusional, suggesting he had targeted the mosque because he was worried refugees would come to Quebec and kill his family. He had been anxious and depressed for more than a decade and had recently been taking a new antidepressant medication because the previous one wasn't working. Okay. Six men were killed in the attack. Um, 19 other people were injured and five of them seriously.
0: But, like, if he is afraid, why would he walk into a building where there's, Tons of people unarmed and just start firing. That's not something somebody does out of fear.
1: Eight months after the attack, Biscuit seemed like a different person, though. When he told a social worker that what he had previously told two doctors was not true. In fact, he said he did not hear voices and did not remember what happened in the attack. Biscuit told a social worker he wanted glory and regretted not having killed more people.
0: He's disgusting.
1: Biscuit is faced uh, 12 charges, including six counts of first-degree murder, and his trial started on March 26, 2018. Alexandre, before being a killer, he was a victim himself. Hassan Goulet told mourners in a 2000 speech in Quebec City. Before planting his bullets in the head of his victims, somebody planted ideas more dangerous than bullets in his head. Like... Kind of referring to like how, like you
0: like wouldn't hit, you wouldn't get to that point unless somebody or something that you pay attention to is has been feeding you ideas. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like just because this is a hate crime, like he committed. I don't want to assume why he committed those crimes, but like the fact is that like the climate that he was in really fed to the way he acted, and like he obviously had some, like, really strong feelings against Muslim people in order to fucking, like, shoot people point blank in the head. Right. And they're just somewhere praying.
0: And here's another thing, too, is that people who are like that, though, they you they are at a point in their delusion where they don't see, say, like, Muslim people in this situation as being people. I know. Right? Like, it's, it, like- it's so bizarre, just, like, the disassociation that comes with that.
1: Mm-hmm. I totally agree. So, in a letter um that Biscuit's parents wrote, they describe how their son suffered from psychological and physical bullying while he was at school. They say it had devastating effects on Biscuit's personality. Huh? If we really want to prevent such a tragedy from happening again, it seems to me that the solution is not to lock someone up forever, but rather to better understand and prevent bullying, which is a serious societal problem that continues to make victims among our young, they wrote in their letter. Uh, Quebec Superior Court Justice Francis Holt handed down his decision in which he ordered biscuit to serve five concurrent sentences and modify the law to add an extra 15 years for the sixth conviction. Biscuit will be eligible for parole when he is 67 years old. And, like, the parents' big thing is they're like, oh, it's so unfair that, like, he has to serve all this time. But the thing is, is, like, he went somewhere where people were not attacking him didn't know anybody there and just shot them out of pure like ignorance.
0: Yeah. And like, here's another thing too, which just like this really like struck a chord with me when you were talking because it's funny how people like to blame certain things on like, say, like bullying. Yeah. Right. And I under and like, I personally know like, you know, bullying is not something that's okay. Like, it does have long term effects on people, that sort of thing. Pretty much everybody I know has been bullied. Like, it's not like it's an uncommon thing, unfortunately. But you can't blame murder on bullying.
1: Like, I don't know. Like Like, you
0: have a point when you're saying, like, there needs to be more education, more understanding, that sort of thing. Sure. But how it relates to your situation where your son has gone out and killed people, it's from, it's like what you said. It's from a standpoint of ignorance, not a standpoint of, oh, he was bullied and that's why he's acting this way.
1: And, like, the thing is, is, like, his parents, like, like, a lot of, there was a lot of speculation that his dad really helped build these ideas in his head of, like, this kind of, like, really extreme conservative view. And, like, there was pictures online of Biscuit wearing, like, Make America Great Again hats. And, like, it's just this kind of, like, toxic conversation It's like so I just don't even know the words for it Because it's just so infuriating How people can be so racist And like Even if you say things and you don't really mean them like There's people like Biscuit Who are listening
0: who actually do feel that way And
1: like are motivated enough To do something about it Mm -hmm. And like that's the scariest part
0: well, like, and another part of it, too, though, with his parents, rather than addressing the real situation, that is his son, their son's behavior and how he is interpreting, like, the world around him and, like, like even what they say to him as his parents, because obviously there has to be some amount of influence with that, right? If they're still close. It's like, you can't pin it all on bullying like, you can't just be, he can't just be like, oh, well, I get bullied, so I don't understand this. And then have them be like, oh, of course, it's because he's bullied. Like, you're not addressing the real issue. I don't
1: know. I just kind of feel like the fact that he was bullied is a little bit
0: irrelevant. It is irrelevant. So for them to, like, make it all about that is completely, like, it's ignorant of them, but it's also very irresponsible as parents. Yeah.
1: I don't know. Just, like, I feel like that should never have been brought up because it doesn't, like, it it like it wasn't Muslim men praying who were bullying him. It's probably white exactly.
0: men. Exactly! <laughs> and, like, the other thing, too, like, what I brought up in the past, if you have an intent and you do something terrible, it doesn't matter the why, really. Like, to some extent, it does, of course. But, like, if you feel motivated to kill somebody... And you kill somebody, why did, like, that doesn't change that it didn't happen. Or sorry, that it did happen, right? I know. It's, No, I understand your frustration. (sighs) But I have a feeling it's time for a joke. It is time for a joke. (laughs) Lighten the mood a little bit before we continue on to my story, because uh, I knew this was going to be a very aggravating episode, and I don't have any gremlins this episode, so I'm disappointed.
1: Damn it! Really need some gremlins to lighten the moods. No, today. I only
0: have a hate crime, I'm sorry. <laughs> Fuck.
1: <laughs> Murder with knives is very messy, and I suggest not taking a stab at it. Ho
0: ho ho ho. Ha <laughs> ha ho, ho, ho. <laughs> <laughs> Next we are doing my story.
1: Yes.
0: So I picked one that was kind of recent because uh I think it's an important one to mention, but It is a hate crime, and it happened January 2019. Ooh, really recent. Yeah. Okay. So are you ready? It's it's a little short and sweet, so bear with me. A manhunt is underway in Houston, Texas, for a gunman who attacked a young family in a drive-by shooting, killing a seven-year-old girl. Jasmine Barnes, her three sisters and mother, LaPortia Washington, were driving when an unknown man pulled up alongside them and opened fire. Jasmine and Miss Washington were shot and the seven-year-old died in the back seat as a result of her wounds. Police believe they were targeted at random and have not confirmed a motive. Authorities say that the unidentified gunman is a bearded white male in his 40s wearing a red sweatshirt according to Miss Washington's 15-year-old daughter who got a glimpse of the man. He reportedly pulled up, pulled up beside the family's car in a red pickup truck on Sunday morning and began firing with, uh, with no pro- provocation. Provocation? Provocant.
1: How come every episode you butcher at least 500 words?
0: Because I'm used to reading, not to saying things. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Harris County Police said, Sheriff Ed Gonzalez said on Wednesday, uh, investigators continued to follow up on tips and other information about potential eyewitnesses. A sketch of the suspect is expected to be released as early as Thursday. We will not rest until an arrest is made. We are going to continue to search for the killer, he said at a news conference. Ms. Washington, 30, was shot in the arm during the attack, and and her six-year-old daughter was injured by broken glass. From her hospital bed, Ms. Washington uh, tearfully told KHOU 11 News, I replay this moment in my head over a million times to see, did I cut this man off? So she's thinking that the reason her daughter's dead is because she accidentally cut somebody off in traffic.
1: And, like, he's just really pissed.
0: Right. Did I make a wrong turn in front of him? Did I do anything wrong to cause this man to fire shots at my car? I didn't. I didn't do anything. He fired off at us for no reason. Police have urged anybody with information to come forward, asking locals to review security camera footage in their homes or businesses to help track down the gunman. Yes, we know we're in Texas. Yes, we know we have a lot of pickup trucks out there, uh, Mr. Gonzalez said during a news conference on Monday. But when you put the pieces together, considering we're looking for a bearded man, possibly in his 40s, driving a red pickup truck, this could be your neighbor and this could be your coworker. He also called on the gunman to turn himself in to avoid any further violence. Jasmine's father, uh, Christopher Savella, told reporters his daughter was a loving caring young girl what if that was your daughter he said please step up in this point in time and help me and my family get justice for my baby girl what's the reaction the images of the pickup truck have been widely shared online as the manhunt continues Ava Duver- Duvernay Vernay? director of films uh, Selma and Wrinkle in Time was one of the many voices on social media calling for the gunman's capture sharing the family's story in a tweet actresses Sophia Bush and Gabriella Union have also spoken out online. Some social some social media users are suggesting the attack was a hate crime. And uh, Mr. Gonzalez said police are not tone deaf to the community's concerns as this was re- uh, race related. The sheriff said wa- while authorities are not ruling anything out, it would be irresponsible to claim racism was a factor without knowing uh, the linkage. But basically, what people are saying is it's a hate crime because. They retarded at random. They're an all-black family. It was just right. a mom with her two kids driving, right? Yeah. And it was a lone white man in his 40s who did it.
1: I mean, like, just, like, given the circumstance, I feel like it's really hard not to think it's a hate crime, because, and like, like, there's, like, really no other reason.
0: Well, again, I, do, I try my best not to draw, you know...
1: Conclusions.
0: Conclusions too early, or to make assumptions based out of a situation, but... For certain circumstances, especially this one where it's like, okay, well, if you factor in, like, what happened, like, especially since it was by random rather than being, like, supposedly targeted, it may have even just been somebody saw them and was like, oh, I'm having a bad day, I'll just go kill, like... I'm going to go shoot up these people, yeah. Can
1: you fucking imagine me like, oh, it's been a rough day, let me shoot some bitches. I
0: know, I can't understand it. Ugh.
1: Like, especially like a mom and her two little kids.
0: Yep. Yeah. So civil rights attorney Lee Merritt and activist Sean King have offered a $1,000 or 79,300 pound cash reward for anyone who can help capture the suspect. On Thursday, uh, Houston, Texas player uh DeAndre hopkins tweeted and said he would use his playoff earnings to help the family cover funeral costs saying when i see jasmine barnes face i see my own daughter and that just goes to show like this was so recent and it's absolutely disgusting that still today we have like these awful hate crimes that happen where like they still haven't found the killer as far as i'm aware yeah. like i haven't looked into updates for like a couple weeks here just while i was away at work and everything but like I don't know. Either way, it's such an awful, awful thing to have happen.
1: I know. I'm like, that's just so sad.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. And especially when it's by random, too, because, like, like the majority of people's conclusions are that this is a hate crime. And even if it's not, like, somebody still targeted the family at random and ended up killing a seven-year-old girl, right? It's
1: disgusting. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I seriously, uh, both of these crimes, I'm just like, why? Well, because it's... it's, Why, biscuit?
0: (laughs) Well, it's what you said earlier. It's out of a place of ignorance. It's somebody who doesn't understand something and feels threatened by it for whatever reason. So then the response is to go and try and control it.
1: By doing something horrific that, like, literally helps no one. It Mm -hmm. just further adds to the problem.
0: Yeah. Well, not a lot of people who are like that think, really, so... I know. Mm-hmm. Freaking bull, I swear to God! Yep, but uh, I guess we're reaching the end of our episode here, so it's time to spin the wheel of crime again to wrap up our show here.
1: Well, we're going to answer two more questions, and then we're going to spin our wheel to find out what our topic for next week is.
0: I think it's St. Patrick's Day, isn't
1: it, next week? It's the week after.
0: Oh, it's the week after? Okay.
1: Yeah, so we're going to spin the wheel to find out what our topic is. Ooh. okay. Okay.
0: Well, are we doing the questions first? Yeah. Okay.
1: So if you could replace all the grass in the world with something else, what would it be? For sure, jello, so that Emily throws up every time she goes outside.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're disgusting. I was gonna say tongues, because then that would be really gross for you. Ew. Licking your feet every time you walk outside. <laughs> That's gross. That's gross. <laughs> oh gross. Alright, my turn. We got one more question left. Ooh. Have you ever accidentally caught something on fire? Yes. Uh,
1: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) The one that, like, stands out in my memory is when I was 10, 13-ish, somewhere in that age. And my mom used to, like, whenever she made, like, baking for Christmas, she would usually freeze some of the stuff just to, like, save for a later date. Okay. And... So I remember that she made these, like, peanut butter cookies with, like, a chocolate kiss, and then she had frozen some, and we didn't have any, like, regular ones left, so I, like, went to the freezer and took one out, but they were in tinfoil, and mm-hmm. my dumbass didn't realize tinfoil make fire in microwave. <laughs> tinfoil
0: plus microwave equal fire.
1: So I put these cookies in the microwave, And, like, they go up in flames, and I didn't even realize. And, like, my sister's boyfriend at the time, like, looks over, and he's like, What's happening in the microwave? (laughs)
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) And he was very concerned.
0: No kidding. That's really funny. I actually have a couple. Okay. (laughs) So, basically, I'm a huge klutz. And, uh, as Jenny said before, my life is a little bit of a sitcom. And once upon a time, interesting things happen to me. (laughs) Yes. But uh, I've actually lit the bottom of my shoe on fire. How? When I was a part of a certain government program that I will not name, we were having a fire outside in a pit at somebody's house. It was like a get together. Mm -hmm. And uh, I had my feet. I was wearing these sneakers I'd bought from... Ardennes, I think. Ardens, yeah. if you're fancy. Ardennes. <laughs> and this was back when they used to like have fabric on the bottom of their shoes. Oh, God. And I'd had these shoes for a while, so I didn't really think it was an issue because of I usually just ripped them off after I wore through them anyways. Yeah. And I had my feet propped up in the fire pit. Mm. And I was by the fire pit by myself, just like, you know, roasting some weenies, having a good time. <laughs> And that I looked and my my feet were getting hot and I looked down and the fabric on the bottom of my shoes had caught on fire and I couldn't take my feet off the fire pit cuz the heels of my shoe had melted in the top of the fire pit. Oh my god. <laughs> That's my first story and my second one isn't even mm-hmm. mine. It's something I witnessed.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Uh, my sister, Natalie, <laughs> she decided she wanted to warm parmesan oh my God, dried parmesan <laughs> on a plate in the microwave because she's like parmesan's cheese it's gonna melt <laughs> spoiler alert it did not melt it burnt and caught on fire
1: and smelled horrible oh
0: worst smell ever it's like the middle of december we've got all the windows open everyone's freezing and we're like it's all your fault <laughs> <laughs> God. It still reeks in here. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. But I have I have accidentally lit a lot of things on fire in my lifetime for actually a surprising amount, considering my mom didn't allow me to have a lighter until I was 18. So. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, we wonder why. <laughs> Shocking.
1: All right. So now we're going to spin to see what our topic next week is.
0: All right. You spin, Jen. Woo.
1: We're gonna talk about crimes that made me cringe.
0: Ooh, cringe-worthy crimes. Cringe-worthy, cringe-worthy crimes.
1: Crim crim.
0: crim, crim. Crim, crim. Crim, crim. Motherfucker.
1: Crim crim, 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 crim,
0: crim, crim, crim. Yes. All right. So uh, I think that pretty much brings us to the end of our episode, though.
1: Yes, it does. You can follow us on social media, Facebook.com slash Wheel of
0: Crime, Twitter and Instagram at Wheel of Crime. You can uh, email us at Wheel ofcrime at gmail.com with any of your inquiries, or you could give us, or also give us, five stars on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or whatever the fuck people are listening to nowadays and uh, <laughs> tell us what you think. <laughs> and listen to us on Spotify and Stitcher. If you use Stitcher. I don't think anybody uses Stitchers. That's fine, though. Give
1: us five stars if you don't use Stitcher. Yeah! Because we don't know if anyone actually listens on Stitcher.
0: I'm, I'm shook. I have no idea.
1: Still unknown. <laughs> Update. To be continued. T-
0: to be continued. <laughs> bum, bum,
1: bum. All right. We'll see you next week with crimes that make us cringe.
0: Till next week, folks. Bye. 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 Signing off.
1: See you later.
0: (laughs) Goodbye,
1: alligators. (laughs) Oh, my God.